0: Hi hey everyone, welcome to BB and Budgie's Thursday night. Ricky, uh, this is going to be an interesting old episode. BB, nice to have your company. I'm um, there's a bit of news around today. I assume your phone has been running hot. Um, just to clarify, if you've been living under a rock, a uh, control tyre announced today for the Brian Green Property Group New Zealand Rally Championship for the next three years, starting in 2024. BB, tell us a little bit about the deal and why it was too good to turn down.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Budgie. Um, yes. It's been a been a busy old day on the phone today, but um yeah, I think in, g- in general relatively positive. I mean, social media sure there's there's a few people there that um you yeah, know like to to vent their opinions and that's that's what it's there for, so that's fine, but um yeah, the majority of competitors have really appreciated what we've pulled together for them and and yeah, there's the odd one that's that's not stoked, but I think for the sport as a whole and the championship as a whole it's absolutely the right move um you know it's it's all come together quite quite quickly like we signed the deal two weeks ago there was probably four weeks of lead-up work before that but a very very quick deal um yeah great to to deal with with vivek and dean on on making it happen um yeah the the benefits to the competitors are, are immeasurable. we've seen you know for the last couple of years um guys you know struggling to get their hands on the tyres that they wanted to get their hands on and other people being able to get a hold of them. So um, you know, going to MRF for category one, two, three, and four gives us the opportunity for everyone to be on that level playing field. Everyone's on the same tire. Um, yeah, there's still a little bit of 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 choice in there um, with different compounds, which you know, Dean's just working on at the moment. He's doing a great job with with, you know, a little bit of, of market research and a bit of testing to make sure that everything's right there. Um, you know, being able to cap the cost of the tyres for three years in, in um, what's a fairly uncertain um, economic climate at the moment, uh, I think is, is a huge uh, benefit for all our competitors. Um, and and then there's all the you know, the handy things, the on-event logistics and 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 all that sort of stuff, plus a bit of investment into the championship that, that means that we can really kick things onto another level. So, yeah, when you look at it... Uh, from the sport as a whole, and, and part of the reason we, we really tried to keep it under wraps um, was so that everyone got the got the whole story in one go. Um, it, I think it, it's nothing but a positive for, for the championship and the sport moving forward. Yeah, I
0: hope people read more than just a headline. I hope they read the detail within the story and get the full facts before commenting. I'm going to give an opinion um, uh, and bear with me as I preach. Uh, this this is there are some misconceptions around about how this championship works. The promoter at Rally New Zealand uh, wins the right to promote the championship, and that means all commercial decisions are made by them in, in accordance with Motorsport New Zealand. Um, this would be the only motorsport category, in fact, the only sporting category that I can think of where a promoter does not take a fee. So just just to be absolutely crystal clear on this, the promoters do not take anything out of what they generate for this championship. Everything is reinvested in it. The people like Blair that work for the championship are doing it for the love of it. They spend their own money to get to events, to feed themselves while they're there. Uh, They pay for the taxis home from entries and uh, the opening ceremonies and prize givings and whatnot. There is no one taking anything other than people giving back to the championship. And I just hope that all competitors are Aware of that, so when we hear snide remarks on Facebook, people take offence at it because it is insulting. These people are doing something to help the championship, and the very people that are being helped are at times the ones that fly off the handle too quickly. So, I'm more than happy. my My Facebook messenger is well and truly out there. You're welcome to message me at any time, and I'll help clarify a few things for you. Um, so you don't end up making a dick of yourself in front of everyone. But this is a this is an awesome move from the from a championship standpoint. It means we can do some really cool things moving forward, um, and and it's going to benefit every single competitor. Level playing field. How good is that? We always whinge about we want drivers and cars to determine who wins rallies and who wins championships. There are no excuses now. That is exactly what we're going to get. So, uh, from uh, an independent standpoint, I think thumbs up. Great job um, to to you and, and the guys and. Uh let's let's see how it works. I think there's gonna be some, some real benefits. Um, you know, some of the even down to the recycling of tires, you know, like we're actually doing something to really help um the the environment and put the championship in a place where it becomes
1: an attractive proposition for other sponsors to get involved. Absolutely. Look, I appreciate the kind words, budgie. It's um, you know, we, we're certainly not out here looking for a sympathy vote, but um yeah, we're we're just trying to do the best thing that we can for the championship and and we're are hundred percent convinced that that this deal is the best thing for the championship moving forward uh yeah give us yeah some real solidarity and um yeah you know, I think as you say level playing field massively exciting um and yeah so I, I mean yeah I, I don't have much more to say I, obviously we think it's a positive um thing otherwise we wouldn't have wouldn't have done the deal um and yeah I, I think you know Bring on those next three years. Um, yeah,
0: it's going it's to be awesome, mate. Like, I, yeah, I, I think um, just to clarify, here I've been told I wasn't supposed to say what I just said uh, for a little while now, but um, I think it's important that, that everyone understands the uh, circumstances around how decisions are made and, and the you know the reasons behind them are always in the best interest of the championship and the competitors, and, and that I can guarantee you. So, we better talk about um, Daybreaker BB. That is, um, it was you know the big focus over the weekend, obviously. Wanting to get that event for the very first time for a long, long time uh, done and dusted, let it have its time in the sun before this announcement was made. Um, gee, what a, what an amazing weekend. It had everything, drama, it had dust, it had rain, it had some spectacular performances, it had some massive uh, dramatic moments towards the end and some bloopers and um, all in all, what, a, what an outstanding weekend and massive congratulations to, to the organisers for putting on uh, an awesome show.
1: Gee, so I'm not going to tell you my bloody line before we start next time. You've stolen it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. Sorry. That was total plagiarism.
1: Yeah, what, what an amazing event it was. Yeah. You know, um, that, yeah, everything from the, the the pre-event hype, which you know, the, the entry numbers reflected the great job those guys did. The the turnout in the square and fielding was just superb. Um yeah, I said to a few people, I I think um, yeah, you know, I've been to a lot of dusty rallies. And I've been to a lot of seriously wet rallies, uh, but they've never been the same rally. And that that was definitely a day of two halves. It was just incredible the way the weather turned. Uh, it, it just added to the storyline, didn't it? You know, um, yeah, we saw some some absolute carnage as well, and a couple of couple of very very scary accidents. So we yeah really really lucky to see. Um, you know, Jordan Grant, Glenn Goldring walk away from that that crash. Frightening, frightening crash. Glenn Elkhorn's wasn't too far off it. Um good to see him and Johnny Charlson you know, walk away from that one as well. Um yeah, we we, we even saw the protest book come out. So it was um yeah, it really was a rally that that had everything and and full credit to those guys because they pulled that together in in a really short period of time and did an excellent job. So, yeah, you know, hats off. To, to the R2G group. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was just superb.
0: Let's, um, before we get into each of the categories, a um, better touch on a couple of champions crown. There were a couple. Uh, John Silcock, Donna Elder, confirmed as the historic two-wheel drive champions, going back-to-back now for the second year running. Uh, congratulations to to them. Another solid performance from from John uh, to, to get a good haul of points and and uh, so that championship up with a round to go. And also John Kennard, um able to to wrap up the co drivers uh, championship too and cat one. So uh, yeah, massive job to, to those those two crews um for for their efforts with a
1: round to spare BB. Oh, hundred percent. You know, that's what um, you know, there's there's forty or fifty crews every every year that, that are aiming for that and, and especially to wrap it up with a round round, you know, to go. Um you know, it's you know, full credit to them. Um absolute hats off, you know, um great. Great performances, great achievement, and, um, yeah, it certainly takes a, a bit of a weight off their shoulder. And, like, um, Dylan Thompson was pretty close to joining them with the 2 very close, ball, but I'm sure we'll touch on that <laughs> before too long. Yeah, let's have a look at Cat 1, the Pony end of town.
0: Uh, really, all the big guns there um, showcased what we expected to see from them over the weekend. I thought all of them were, were good. Ben Hunt obviously had some dramas with um, uh, some mechanical issues, and then the dust was a bit of a factor for some of those chasing competitors. Um, you know, but when, when he wasn't having the dramas, the speed was, was very good. Obviously, Runner Horan was where we expected him to be again, affected by the dust a little bit early to lose a little bit of time. But uh, the performance of both Aiden Padden, who just continues to not, I mean, he's as close to automatic as it gets. This is, this is a sport where mechanical failure is such a huge part of the game, and we're just not seeing human error or mechanical failure from him. It's uh, it's remarkable how well he's driving and, and Van Gisbergen as well. You know, uh, we almost expect it now. Then um, what about a third or fourth event on, on gravel at this level? Um, but again, consistently only a second or so okay off, off Padden. Oh,
1: you look at, at Padden, he's world class. That team, they're world class. They they run to a very, very high level. And you see that not just with um, Hayden and, and, and his car, but also, you know, Andy Martin and, and Jeff Ward, who they were running as well. And unfortunately, not Emma Gilmore. Um, so you yeah, sad to see emma not there but um yeah I think you know, the the other one that that really impressed me was Todd Borden. there was probably a lot of pressure on todd internally um you know after after you know what I'm sure he would tell you were a couple of of small silly mistakes that had fairly major consequences earlier in the season so for him to to come home and come home with a solid finish was was important a really really important and, and well deserved result. He looked very relaxed and
0: uh, he looked to be enjoying himself over the weekend. It was great to see. And, you know, long may that continue. We know the talents. He won it 20-some-odd um, years ago, didn't he? 2001, maybe?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I believe you. Uh, I know that it was definitely in that, that era. And um, it was either 01 or 02, I think. But um, yeah, hey, Todd, Todd's been a front-running competitor for for you know all of that. He took a bit of time away. But um, you never, ever discount Todd Borden. Oh, absolutely. Alright, let's have a look at uh, the NZRC2 wheel
0: drive class. As you said, Dylan Thompson all but had it up. I've been, I was writing the press release dare I say it while the competitors were on the track in Manfield and I had to quickly go back and undo a little bit because a very rare mistake from Dylan Thompson. It's not often he makes an error. and Good on him for putting his hand up straight away. Uh, sliding off the track in those rather treacherous conditions, having a blast around Manfield. Um, but it means it's uh, A, Bryn Jones gets a breakthrough win and, and congratulations to him, but
1: it makes that championship very wide open heading to the final round right Well, it's certainly um, it's not wrapped up anyway i think yeah Dylan's just got to finish that final round, but yeah a- absolutely uncharacteristic mistake um very very honest in his, his post event rap um and his, his disappointment you know these things happen um and, and great you know, I, the irony of it, budgie was those guys worked so hard to pull the car out and they would have been better off leaving it there because it was a super special stage and they would have got the fastest time plus seven minutes. Um, but what it did mean, a- absolutely, um, you yeah, know, Bryn Jones, very, very popular winner in that class. Um, Charlie Evans in second. And great to see the Makisees on the podium too, yeah, Tim and Lawrence. Uh, um, I think that just about brings in. Everyone in that class has has had a podium this year would be my ref off the top of my head. Um, so, yeah, that, that's fantastic because it's been, you know, that, that class has been the battle of battles, you know. More bad luck for for Jackson Glendon. Um so hopefully he can you know, uh, get a solid finish at, at Bay of Plenty because it was a, a season that promised so much early on, and then a couple of of gremlins have um, have really blunted that charge. So uh, yeah, a, again, a, a class that just keeps delivering, doesn't it?
0: Open uh, two wheel drive class uh, again, wide open. Excuse the pun. Um, good to see Clinky back and go and uh, you know, at the at the pointy end there, but with Glen Elkhorn's demise, it, it means
1: that um, the championship is extremely open heading to the final round. Yeah, Dan Haynes has probably got one hand on that trophy now. Um, and, and, you know, champion drive from him because he, he was wounded. He had a car that was not playing the game and he survived. And surviving those events and banking the points, okay, they weren't first place points, but they were points. And that's the important thing when you're chasing a championship. It's not, you know, you take your wins and they're obviously very important, but it's minimising the bad days um, that will really, you know, get you that championship success. And, um, you know, he's odds on for a back-to-back title in that class now too. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: We touched on the historics. Obviously, John Silcock claiming a championship there. Uh, Outright win, though, for Anthony Jones and how neat to see Uh, The two Jones boys do the the back-to-back father-son. I'm pretty sure it's the first time that a father and uh, offspring have won their class at the same event, so congratulations to them. Uh, The Rally Challenge class, um, this was really interesting. Some one-off drives or some late season entries into this event, really spicing things up. The the battle between Jeff Ward and Zeal Jones, obviously determining the championship, not much in it. Ward just getting uh, onto the podium and, and ahead of Zeal who was fourth, but um, what did you make of the, the newcomers coming to that class and, and how that sits of so heading into the final
1: round now? Yeah, well that all changed around a bit too. So I mean, um Grant Grant Blackbury, man, the the guy just continues to deliver, you know. He is the postman. We called it um great drive. <laughs> what else do you say? Absolutely top-notch job. Um Jeff Ward ended up second. So Dave Seavers second on the road. Um felt felt sorry for Dave. Yeah, you know, he um he was absolutely spewing his ring out all day. Um, looked horrendous with the, with the greatest of respect and still put in a stunning performance. Um, he nosed off in special stage six and just happened to have Ben Hunt starting right behind him. When he saw the notification that he thought it was, you know, can't catch him, he thought it was, was Jeff Ward who had been consistently quicker than all day. And knowing that they still had 30 k's to go, he thought he'll gap it, not knowing it was Ben um, so unfortunately, Dave copped a penalty, and and the rule book says that the penalty is five five minutes. So that dropped him off the podium. Um, it was certainly, you know, speaking with Dave post event, not an intentional mistake, and and you know, I mean, Dave's Dave's a good stand up guy, so but it did hold up Ben as well. So then Ben got an assist time to get a bit of that time back. Just an unfortunate situation. Um, but these things happen in rallying, and and um, you know so that promoted um, young Zeal up to, to third, and um, I mean that, those those two results for Jeff and Zeal probably didn't count for much because they'd already uh, didn't didn't have a heap to gain going into the final round with the the format of the Rally Challenge. But um, it's all on going to the um, to that final round, and that that battle is going to be epic. Yeah, likewise uh, with the Rally Challenge
0: two wheel drive. Again, some new competitors competing this
1: weekend, which is great to see.
0: Um, but again, it, it's it's left the championship in a, in a fairly open position heading to the final round.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, Brett Madron, who who was our previous round winner, he had a, a um, yeah few issues. Um, unfortunately, he got tangled up with with another competitor in, in the long stage, and that yeah you know, cost him dearly and damage to the car as well as as on the time sheet. so he was he was fourth and that means that um yeah you know, that battle at the top with Jared Parker is going to be very very tight uh going to that final round um uh, so that that's all on that's going to be fascinating um it's great to see Dan Alexander back out and John O'Shackley, how how good was he like he he was very he went away for a, uh, you know the majority of a season and he looks like he's come back and he's come back harder and meaner and and was absolutely on the cuts.
0: Yeah, and home event to finish as well. Uh, looking forward to that, mate. Bay of Plenty, only a couple of weeks away. Uh,
1: you get a recovery time? <laughs> yeah, it's fair to say there wasn't a lot of sleep uh, had over the weekend, and most of that was um, self-induced, if I'm being frankly honest. But, um, yeah, no, we're just about there. Uh, but, yeah, Bay of Plenty, uh, what an exciting event. You know, Starting to see some of the stages released. Um, Stanley, one of the old um, yeah, Rally New Zealand roads, and sponsored by Orange Motorco too. So great to see... Uh, Sam Byrne, who's, who's another one of those Rally Challenge two-wheel drive competitors, you know, helping out uh, sponsoring a stage and getting them behind the event. And I'm sure we'll see a few more of those familiar names pop up as as we get closer to the event. Um, you know, I, I absolutely can't wait. I think it's going to be a thrilling way to finish the championship. And the fact that we, you know, uh, so many titles are still up for grabs at this late stage. I, yeah, it, it's all on, Budgie. It really is. Absolutely. I'm going to finish with a little bit of preach again at the end.
0: Um, as you heard earlier, this, uh, you know everyone that is involved in this championship is doing it for the right reasons. They're trying to grow the sport. They're trying to give back to the sport. It would be really handy if people out there understood that and did their little bit. And what we're talking about is thinking about whether you enter the championship instead of just a, a one-off round. It's really neat and really encouraging to see some competitors knowing that at this late stage, they're not going to be able to make a, a championship run enter anyway for the good of the sport. It doesn't cost you an arm and a leg compared to what it costs to, to do rallying in the first place. And um, you know, I think you know, we've got something pretty damn special here. I'm involved in lots of different sports. Um in, in my other my, my main job in life. Um, this one is is incredibly special. We've got good people in there, and I just hope that everyone asks themselves what can they do. To help our sport, if we do that, we'll continue to be in really good shape. So, anyway, that's my little preach for tonight. I promise I'll be in my best behaviour next week. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to Bay of Plenty in a couple of weeks' time, mate. For
1: the next sermon from uh, Minister Dale Butch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
0: even standing for the election, and I sound like a politician.
1: Anyway, take <laughs> it's care. It's we'll
0: nice see. It is. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see in a couple of weeks' time at of Bay of Plenty. Take care. Cheers, guys.